Welcome to another episode of How You Can Too with your host, your boy, Alvi, a.k.a. Danny, a.k.a. Mr. You Can Too. I have a super dope episode in store for you today. I have the personal trainer, fitness entrepreneur, and overall amazing human being, Mary Chris LaPay in the building. In this episode, we talk about her journey growing up and going from an athlete to a personal trainer. We talk about how important it is to ebb and flow in life, trust your intuition, how to trust yourself, and also practice acceptance and gratitude in your life. If you enjoyed this episode, please, 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 please share it with your family, friends, and loved ones. It would mean the world to me if you leave a five-star rating and a review of the show. I honor you. I appreciate you. And as always, you can too. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a amazing, amazing guest in the building today. I have the one and only Mary Chris LaPay. She is a personal trainer, model, and fitness entrepreneur who I got the pleasure to meet through my friend Andy Hanley during one of her many visits to South Florida. Um, in the short time that I've known Mary Chris, it's been so cool to see how much of a beacon of light she is and how much energy knowledge that she brings to the fitness community and her community overall and I know she's going to have so much that she can bring to the table for you in your fitness journey and your health journey overall. Mary Chris, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for having me. I'm excited. (laughs) Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. I've been looking forward to this episode for a while now and one of the things that I always love to dive into with the guest is one, you know, what is it that you do? And then even deeper than that, what is it about your upbringing or your life so far that has you doing that type of work in the world today? Ooh, that's where you're starting off deep, huh? Um, (laughs) Well, in regards to what I do, you know, when we're talking about like, what is the correct way to like dress me? There's just, I feel like currently right now, I'm just in the state of ebb and flow um, and just very open to different opportunities opportunities. So I will say first and foremost, I am an athlete. That's just where everything has stemmed from and grown from just through genuine love and passion. And I was really fortunate to have amazing coaches who invested their time in me, um, who really made me feel like there's a lot that I can do. And um, they made me see potential, (laughs) I guess you can say. And, you know, there's a point, you know, initially when I went to uh, college, I wanted to be an athletic trainer and then ended up switching around. But even though I got my master's degree in communications, before I was agreeing to sit down at a desk job, I was like, I just need to try training. Because throughout my years of playing college sports and, you know, with the power of social media, you know, I'm posting things out of pure love and passion, but you don't recognize that you're branding yourself a certain way. So the more that people started to ask me for fitness advice, I just was like, Uh, I don't want to give any until I'm actually educated about it. So Mm. I said, you know, I had an opportunity to try a mock personal training session while I was uh, preparing for my cert. And from that first session, I was like, whoa, yeah, I can get down with this. I I like it. And I thought it was also like an opportunity to give back the way that my coaches gave to me. Um, because, you know, I think what's beautiful about our industry is that you can see potential within someone when they have no idea 
how to even start, right? Um, Facts. And so I think that's one of the great things. So I think it was a very natural transition from sports. And in between that, um, I did fitness modeling as well. That was my first break into the industry. And I think just over the past couple of years with um, my efforts on social media to grow business online at the same time, there's this amazing opportunity for, you know, fitness professionals to gain these other opportunities, whether it's to be on apps or to, you know, motivate people in different countries and states and, um, you know, grow training business online or clothing, whatever it may be. So, you know, that's why now I've I never thought that would be a part of my tile, but I truly feel like a fitness entrepreneur just with the up of technology, I'm able to play so much more and have more of a reach where I'm kind of open to wherever things naturally lead me. That makes sense. <laughs> no, that makes perfect sense. That's beautiful. Yeah. And I love how, you know, the beginning of your journey really started from the amazing coaches that you had early on throughout your athletic career and them <laughs> essentially seeing how much potential you had and then them putting, you know, their blood, sweat, tears, passion, effort into you to help you unlock your potential actually was a catalyst in the future of having you very much do the same thing where you understand now through online, social media, being in person with people and ultimately just being you, you have this opportunity to really inspire and teach others how to become a better version of their self if they choose it. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm curious, what sports did you play in college and growing up? Uh, so college, I played volleyball. I also ran track and field. We got it late in my high school career, but I ran track uh, junior and senior year. I also played basketball, but I don't like to tell a lot of people that because I'm not very good at it. But uh, <laughs> the coaches, I was really fortunate to only be on varsity sports in high school. Mm -hmm. And so I think they saw potential, but I'm like, I mean, I get it, but I want to like learn the foundation. So it wasn't the most fruitful experience as I'd like, but volleyball is uh, my number one, just true love of everything. That's amazing. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Can you, what were some of the maybe lessons that you learned during your volleyball career that you apply now as a fitness professional and how you're helping other people? Um, I think one of the things off of the top, you know, that's sticking out of my mind right now is, so our team, I mean, I was always, I would say, one of the most competitive um, or better players, on, not in a cocky way, but just from from playing standpoint of, of how many games I played and all of that, I was always one of the top ones. And uh, one of my best friends is, she's highly competitive as well. So, you know, it was interesting. Our coaches very early on um, with the opportunity that we had in our league, I remember they sat us down for our individual meetings and they can obviously just like as a personal trainer can see potential in someone they could see the potential in our growth and how we would advance and i remember sophomore year i believe it was sophomore year he said you i think it was sophomore or junior year you have the opportunity to be the league mvp before mm -hmm. the freshman one of my other good friends annie before annie figures out how to be a bomb player this is going to be your year to figure out how to be the league mvp and I remember that was also between me and my best friend. Wow. And, you know, what's so interesting um, 
is there's something about, I think I'm very out there, but I'm also very shy. And there's also mm -hmm. some more dominant personality. So I can be dominant in different things. Um, but in that sense, I was like, I knew I was good, but my best friend just had this dominant personality. She ended up winning league MVP. Let's put oh, that wow. out there. Um, <laughs> but I just would kind of like shy away. Like I'd have my moments, but there'd just be these, this, this little bit of lack of confidence every now and then. Mm. Um, and, but when there was moments where I was just like, in like my game and I was just focused on the end result of like what I wanted and like forget how many she just got or I just messed up and that ruined it. When I was in my zone, I was killing it. But when I thought about someone else, it just, you, you start kind of losing confidence, but you know, Slow. so I think that's the big lesson for today. What I tell my clients is, you know, it, it's literally you versus you. Absolutely. You have different life goals. You're you're not trying to do the same thing everyone else is. So what are we worried about? You know, why are we worried about the the ten pounds in whatever like thirty days? Does it matter, or do you just need to hit it? And if we want to do it at a pace that's realistic to you and also healthier, does it really matter? Like I don't understand. We're not trying to be a competitor here. We're trying to live a healthy life. So. I think that's the biggest thing of being realistic within your own standards and your own goals and like pushing yourself and and really just enjoying the journey because when I'm just enjoying the volleyball game, thing, amazing things happen. But when you're just like, I need to go in and do this and there's, I think, different ways of encouraging yourself and having these markers to hit, but also where you have to be a little lax for yourself and, and ebb and flow. And I think that very much goes into personal training. This is life changes your the people around you change your family dynamic changes your career changes so you need to get out of this headspace of there's only one way to do things so mm, i yeah. love that i love that i love the idea of it's always you versus you and understanding yeah. that when a person one of your clients is on their fitness journey it's understanding that you know these goals that he or she wants to have and embody essentially comes down to their own timing and their own work and their own effort and their own process overall, as mm -hmm. opposed to getting caught up with, you know, well, this is how like my friend is doing it, or this is how my sister's doing it, or this is how this person on Instagram is doing it, or this celebrity. And oftentimes when a person is thinking about those things and they're looking outside of themselves, as opposed to within themselves, they lose that focus and they lose that presence in the mm -hmm. same way that you were talking about how when you're playing volleyball and you're being present and you're in the moment, like you're crushing it, you're playing your best game. But when you're thinking about what your teammate is doing or what other people are doing, it can essentially take you away from playing at the best of your abilities. And mm -hmm. I think that's such an important lesson for everybody listening right now is to one, get very clear on what your process and your journey gets to look like. And then from there, move forward and put in action based off of those important things, as opposed to maybe these other things that are outside of you, or maybe quote unquote, society is trying to tell you that you should be doing. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's a big thing you, you touched on. And I think that's why I'm so excited about where I'm currently at in, in my journey about how I'm moving is, you know, I mean, I turned 30 almost two years ago and everyone's like, oh God, are you scared? I was like, no, I just barely figured out how to be myself. Like I'm barely 
coming into my skin and it's such an exciting journey, especially I think with the different industries that I've, I've been in at like, whether it's pageantry or modeling or, you know, trying to figure out how to be on social media. And when you think about, you know, achievements you may have had, you know, I would say I'm like a high achiever growing up. So when I don't have things I'm achieving, I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing? People are going to think I'm not doing anything with my life and, and that perception. And it's gone from a lot of trying to explain things to people. Um, cause some, the truth of the matter is nobody knows what they're doing half the time. Oh, and if they sure. do, like you do for a certain period of time and that, and I think that's the biggest pressure that I've taken off of myself is, you know, I ebb and flow between entertainment and fitness. I love both. I've been told to only focus on one and it makes me feel pressured. Like I'm having FOMO on something else. Mm. And you know, there's a point where I realize like, I think there is a lot of amazing things that are being marketed to us in terms of reaching our highest potential at the end of the day. Um, but at the end of the day, the biggest tool you have, I believe is your intuition. And mm. also of course, if you're spiritual, um, as well, that's something to use at your tool, but we have our intuition for a reason. And I believe whether we steer one way or another, um, we're gonna, we're gonna learn something regardless. And so, you know, when I think about all the people who've told me, well, you need to just focus on fitness if you wanna do that, why are you doing entertainment or vice versa? Um, and now I'm in a space where my entertainment is putting me in spaces where I can be on camera. I'm more comfortable or that mm -hmm. internship I did makes me more, more valuable to creating my own things. It's like, everybody's just so unique in their own ways. And that is what completely translates to fitness. You know, you can enjoy CrossFit for years and then say, suffer an injury or realize you're burnt out and then realize. I mean, I know that's, I loved how I looked there, but I'm really digging yoga now. And that doesn't make yeah. you any less of a person. It's just what your body needs right now. And it's, it's what the goals are. Um, there's just no, and that's why you tell clients there's no perfect time to start training because circumstances, the only thing constant is change. Yeah. So it's a matter of making the most of the time that you have. And, you know, that's why I appreciated the clients that I, I had that are, that travel all the time. Um, but when they were in town for that month, they would still schedule and see me because that was just the reality of their situation, but they understood the value of health, no matter what, what you're doing. And I think, you know, as unfortunate as this past year was, um, I'm grateful that it opened, you know, the eyes of some people to what online training can do or the access that you have to health at all times. If you do choose to go that way. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So many, so many great gems you just dropped right there. I want to see where I want to unpack it first. This idea that you keep coming back to of ebbs and flows. I love it mm -hmm. so much because that to me is the true balance of life, right? It's the yin and the yang. It's the, you know, the masculine energy, the feminine energy. It's the work, work, work and the recover, recover, recover. And all of it is important and each and all of it has its time and its place. And I love how you talk about this idea of intuition because I'm very big into intuition and I see how much learning and trusting my own intuition has allowed me to just create so many amazing things in my life that I'm grateful for. When it comes to intuition, when was it in your life that you realized that you started to 
listen to it and you started to build the skill set around trusting it and allowing yourself to listen to it? Um, I would actually say, and it's just beautiful to see how things unfold. So one of my clients that I had for maybe a year and a half at this point, you know, when the pandemic hit, he had hosted a online um, webinar. So I thought he was just a business coach with strategies. He's like, no, I don't teach strategies. I teach you to listen to your intuition, like your higher self. I was like, that's interesting. Well, that can't be anything wrong. And it was the trippiest, the trippiest thing. I can't even explain it. I remember, you know, I'm from LA. So I have a, I would like to call it the Hollywood heebie-jeebies or the woo-woos. Uh, uh, but I'm, sure. I, I'm always <laughs> interested in like listening to people because I just find it so fascinating, whether I believe it or not. Right. I'm just so intrigued. And, um, you know, on these these calls, you we would watch these videos to prep for our online interactions with each other. And um, one of them would be, I remember it was this, you would look at the person in the camera, ideally it'd be in person, but you would just stare at them and then you would just start speaking. You're like, so I did this on one girl. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to pull out of my mind, but I'm going to go all in on this and mm-hmm. say whatever comes out of my mouth because you're just supposed to say whatever you're thinking. I was like, okay. And I was like, okay, well, I see this girl <laughs> dancing around in a white dress in a field, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, I ended up describing like the spirit of this woman or whatever she's doing in her journey. Mm-hmm. And I remember these people would look at me. They have no idea who I am. They haven't seen my social media profile. And I remember they looked at me and they're like, I see you like a trainer on like a big stage, but you focus on mindset. And I'm like, what, what? Like, and it's the most bizarre. I'm like, how do these people know these things? And I think the craziest thing about that is the, the big moral of the story of all of that is there's just some things we know, but we can't explain why we know it. But the right. more you vocalize it, the more it starts to make, sense or things just come to you. That's why like sometimes the biggest idea comes to you in the shower, just randomly. You're just in the state of willing to take in whatever's coming to you. And right. so, you know, intuition is how I got here to Florida. You know, I I remember actually, you know, you talked about Andy, the first time I landed here, I remember. And I was like, I don't know what it is about this place, but I like it. It's weird, <laughs> but oh, whatever, you know, I'm like, okay, this is interesting. And, um, you know, a, a, when the pandemic hit, I would say mid-June, I was I was at home and, you know, I was in a pretty good flow for a while, thinking about my business and growing it online. By now, I had been in some masterminds where I'm learning from coaches about the best business strategies. Mm-hmm. I had sat down and I wrote, I feel like, a pretty good plan to execute, but uh-huh. my body physically would not move. Even if I put mm-hmm. my makeup on and set the time aside and one of my friends, my woo-woo friends, She's like, you know, your body's, <laughs> she's like, you know, your body's not moving because it's not what you're supposed to do. Right. Mm, yeah, and I was lack like, of alignment. and I was like, I'll take that rather than think I'm lazy. And I was like, okay, well, I was like, what, what do I need? What does my soul need right now? So any, mm. I thought anytime I had gone on vacation, I usually come back refreshed. I just interact with someone or something about the, the views inspires me. So I was like, you know what, let me let me go to Fort Lauderdale. Granted, this is probably not the best time. Everyone's like, you shouldn't go. There's cases. And I was like, I'm sorry, but my intuition, something is telling me I need to go. Yeah. And um, in between this time, I had a couple of shoots booked uh, or on hold for, and they ended up falling through. And I thought, well, let me just push back my trip to Florida. 
one week just to kind of reset. And typically I book my flight on PayPal and I tried six times to rebook this flight. And I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute. This might be a universe thing where you're supposed to just go, yeah. like just go. Like there's not much you can plan more. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go. And within that week, I met my roommate that I live with now oh, wow. um, in a place that I think I had envisioned in a meditation that I'd done with my class, like floor to ceiling windows. The most bizarre, yes. just how things unfolded, it's a joke. And so, and I think the more that you have these experiences, I call it my Pocahontas phase. I'm just going where the wind blows. Like I am just, <laughs> I am going to trust. You know, I, I do want to put as much strategy as I can behind things, but sometimes I can't explain what I do. And that's why I've kind of learned to be quiet when I, there's certain things, because I think even with people who have the best of intentions for you, depending how they function or their life experiences, they're going to coach you based on, on that. Um, and right. so for me, it's really important to have a period of time where maybe I do seek out information and advice from people who I feel are doing what I do. But the, right. at the end of the day, I have to sit with it because I'm the one going through those actions. And I think the, the more that you put trust in yourself and, you know, sometimes I'm like, I don't know why something's telling me to go to this place, but I'm just going to go. Sometimes I just go to see what happens. Mm -hmm. And the more you kind of, I think, just relax and, and ebb and flow with it, it's fine. So, um, I mean, I used to be super, super, super type A and, mm -hmm. um, I just think it's just a much more exciting life this way to, to be comfortable and, you know, because you can't always explain yourself to someone because you don't even know what you're doing yet. But as Facts. you continue to move, you'll, you'll find those pieces and whatnot. And you know, the same goes for people on their fitness journey. They don't know how they're starting, but the moment you get started, it starts to become more clear. The more that you talk about it, it becomes more clear. So I think it's this idea of getting, rid of the fear of saying what you want. Um, because there's a big thing that we have with identity that if we're doing something opposed to identity that people have with us, it's scary. And you feel a bit of an imposter. But the more you just start to not care, the better things I think flow into your life that allow you to like, flow into that. Absolutely. Uh, that's such a funny story. And that's amazing. Yeah, put that all together. Because yeah. uh, yeah, because if you want, I can be one of your woo-woo friends in Florida now because I'm very, I'm very much into um, a lot of these, you know, whether they're called spiritual concepts or whatever, however someone wants to place them. But like, I'm a very, very, very firm believer that when I am in alignment with who I say I desire to be and I'm putting mm -hmm. in the steps by listening to myself by you know surrendering to certain moments and ultimately like you say kind of like flowing right with the wind to where it is that that you want to go oftentimes the universe is going to conspire for you and mm -hmm. i think what happens a lot of times is that a person when they're not clear um, what it is they truly desire and now their actions are also just inconsistent well, then the universe doesn't know what to really provide you with because you're not giving it mm -hmm. uh, clear instructions on how it can help you. And it very much sounds like in your situation, especially, you know, early COVID back in June, it's like it's almost like that universe giving you like that little kick in the butt. Right. Like like kind of nudging you be like, no, hey, like Mary Chris, like this is what you get to do to kind of take this next step. 
Because like mm-hmm. you said, you had all these plans. You had it all written out. It looked really good at the time. But, you know, intellectually, it looked like the right thing. But like, you know, physiologically and maybe even like emotionally, spiritually, you weren't really moving towards that thing. And mm-hmm. I think your friend hit it, you know, the nail right on the head where it's like, hey, you're not really, you know, in alignment with what yeah. you wrote down. And then you trusted yourself, you know, decided like, hey, I'm booking this trip to Fort Lauderdale. And even though you try, try to rebook it about six times, oh, the universe is like, <laughs> right, right. Universe is like, no, 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 no. Like you're going to Fort Lauderdale. Trust me, there's something there for you. And it's like, boom, you go out there and you, you meet your roommate. And now you're mm-hmm. living in literally the place that you have visualized time mm-hmm. after time after time in your meditations and i don't think any of that stuff is an accident have mm-hmm. you ever heard of the book called the answer no i haven't but i will definitely write it down because i'm a massive yeah, uh, book nerd <laughs> oh same right here yeah we can that'd be a whole nother podcast just talk about yeah. books but but you reminded me of um a, a part of the answer um there's two authors and one of the authors is john osaroff and what he talks about is literally this story of how, you know, he's big in like vision boards, right? He would always do different vision boards, you know, cutting out things from magazines and taking stuff online, putting it on a piece of paper and essentially like looking at this poster over and over and over again. And he tells the story of how he is living, you know, in his dream house, essentially. He's an adult now, very successful with multiple businesses, all of that. And he's, he's in his dream house and he finds like this old box that's just been kind of like packed away for, he doesn't even remember how long. He opens it up, starts going through it, and he sees one of his vision boards in there. And on that vision board, he looks at the house that's on it. And I kid you not, it was the exact same house that he was living in in that moment. That's so sick. Oh, it's, I love it. It's so wild. <laughs> and, and it's a testament. I think for, you know, people that are listening, um, you know, when I think about, you know, people who listen to this show and who follow me and that know my story, you know, I very much started out in the fitness space. Mm-hmm. And what kind of happened to me over time by my own journey, my own learning lessons, you know, especially learning from uh, the death of my mom, like that really mm-hmm. like had me just completely transform how I was showing up in life but it really opened up the door to understanding all of these other aspects of health in addition to the physical side, right? And that included mm-hmm. the emotional, the mental, and also the spiritual. And it's just so funny, I think, for a lot of people that I've spoken to, you know, they usually start with this physical side because it's so tangible. It's so easy to, you know, see all the gyms around, to see all the messaging around, you know, join this gym, do this type of workout, maybe even eat this type of food, whatever it may be. And then once a person starts that path and they start to change the way they move, change the way they eat and start to feel really good, it's kind of like, oh, like what else is out there? And it seems like one of the things that you've been on um, more recently is the idea of mindset and how important Mm -hmm. your mindset is in your overall health and your fitness as well. How do you describe mindset to your clients now and how they can use it in their life? I mean, the the way that I just describe it is just how are they, I think, speaking to themselves, really, you know? So, mm-hmm. for example, you know, I had one of my moms and, 
you know, as a trainer, whether it's been in a gym, I've seen it in a gym when I'm training someone and they're looking at themselves in the mirror and I can see the discomfort. I think that's one of the cues you should be able to pick up on as a trainer because you want to make someone feel uncomfortable in a space that they're not comfortable. Right. And and, right. and via Zoom, I can I can see the discomfort. And, you know, I brought it to her attention and then she's just like, yeah, I'm not liking what I'm seeing. And I said, okay, well, I understand that, you know, this is, this is what we're working on, but can we take a moment to appreciate what your body can do? (laughs) Right. Right. You have the ability to work out. It's exciting that, you know, this may not, this may not be your best uh, form and we can improve on that, that healthier lifestyle. Like this is it, your body's functioning. Your body, yes, you're, you know, you are exhausted and we're finding ways to move through this and with your kids, but you have the ability to move and play with your kids. And I just really do believe like the way that we talk to our bodies and ourselves, you know, I don't know what that percentage is, but I know they say, I don't know if it's over 80%, something ridiculous that of our thoughts, you know, are repetitive and negative. Oh, and yeah. I, and I catch myself, you know, even when I'm in those states and what I like, I joke about so much is like, sometimes I'm just, I feel like I'm so aware now. <laughs> it's like, okay, I know I need to get myself out of this funk. Like what do I have to do? And the biggest thing with my clients is I just want them to be aware. I want them yes. to be aware of their thoughts. And I love that, you know, one of the, you know, I could send them booty bands or whatever. I sent her a gratitude book. I said, you need nice. to write in this book every day because I'm right. One of my favorite things about the gratitude book, no, I have not gone back and read them at all. But what I love is just the visual of them and knowing that I have stacks of books of things I'm grateful for and Absolutely. having that in um in the moment, you know, and I told her, you know, the moment she said something negative, I said, tell me three things you love about your body. And then days later, she told me her her sons were fighting and she made them do that as well. And so that's what means more to me. Obviously, yes, I want my clients to get results and whatnot, but I think what my clients and I have together in our relationship is that mindset talk that just genuine, honest conversations of, you know, um, a little bit of tough love, but nothing to put anyone down. Just something to get you like, think about what you're doing and what you prioritize in your life. Because when you understand your mindset in regards to your career, your day to day, your active lifestyle, it's going to influence the way that you move. You know, I like when I go on a hike, I mean, I'll eat. I don't know if you're familiar with In-N-Out Burger. I know that's like a West Coast. <laughs> yeah, I know. In-N-Out Burger. Okay, yeah, so like sure. In-N-Out, I will eat a whole combo and I go on a hike because I was like, oh, I'm just going to be four because we're going to go on a hike because I don't want to be in like a food coma, but I want right, to enjoy right. my food. But I'm not hiking with a mindset like, oh, my God, I'm going to get fat. I'm moving to feel better, but right. I want to enjoy like the little things in life. And it's just the way that you think about things you know when you are just realistic about why you're doing what you're doing and i think the moment that you accept why you're doing what you're doing you move differently there's no guilt associated with it so when someone asks you about it you're like no i just made this decision period Mm -hmm. and that's that's what it is and again it just goes back to the acceptance of you and what you prioritize it's not about anybody else because again it's you moving in your own body so that's powerful. Yeah. That's powerful what you said there. Um, and it's it's funny because I actually wrote this down in my notes as you were explaining it and you really brought it all together of how important 
you know, acceptance and gratitude is in mm-hmm. the journey, whatever that journey looks like. It's one, it's accepting like, hey, like this is where you are right now, right? Just from a factual observation, not to be uh, judgmental, not to beat yourself up, but to realize like, hey, this is where you currently are. And if this isn't where you want to be, well, hey, let's get clear on where it is that you want to go. And as, you know, fitness trainers, health coaches, life coaches, things like that, you know, we have the ability to help them fill that gap, right? And take mm-hmm. that journey. And then how you talk about gratitude, it's so important. And, and just like you, I, it's, it's so funny you said that, that visual of all of the gratitude books just stacked up uh, mm-hmm. and all of these moments of gratitude that you've had throughout your life. Because same thing, like I've been gratitude journaling for probably the last probably like four or five years mm-hmm. and and just like you said like it's just it's been such a game changer in my life because it allows me to really be grounded in all of the amazing things that are always happening in my life and to your point it's all about perspective is am I taking the time to recognize all the things that are working all of the things that are happening in my life because I've put in the work or because other people are helping me or whatever it is? Or am I only lamenting on what I don't have and what's missing and what I don't like about myself and all of that? Because mm-hmm. just just how you named your stat of like, you know, there's almost like 80 something percent of thoughts are like these negative repetitive thoughts. Mm-hmm. I was listening to a um, an audio book yesterday and in the audio book, it kind of broke down the math and it said something around the lines of, you know, for every one positive thought we have, we have 30 negative ones, yeah. right? So, yeah. so so, think about that. Like if we have that level of, you know, negative self-talk, um, you know, the self-criticism, everything like that, and we don't have the tools to actually kind of just discern it and understand like they're, they're just thoughts. They're not facts about mm-hmm. us. You know, it can go such a long way in, having us be to your point aware of what we're thinking and now with that awareness comes choice right and we can make different choices we can start with that walk right we can view after we have the in and out burger just saying like hey i want to go out and move and enjoy my body and enjoy the little things as opposed to being like all right i need to go like work my body off because i just ate this thing that wasn't good for me right so i love that perspective that you share on that. How, how have you seen this showing up in your clients' lives? Is this something that you're seeing them be more open-minded to like over time? How's that looking? Yeah, I think what I appreciate most about having these like conversations and, you know, we have our sessions, but I've always leave the door open for one-on-one, like, let's just, let's actually talk. Um, is that they're more vocal about it and more honest because it's, it's interesting as smiley and nice as I can appear, you know, and I'm like, Oh, it's time to check in purely because it's time to check in. We just set a date. Mm-hmm. The excuses start rolling out. I was like, I didn't ask mm-hmm. for like, I just wanted, I just want to see where we're at and, mm-hmm. and have a conversation. And they start putting this judgment and like, oh, I just didn't do as well. Or I've even had online clients before, um, I think before I even saw the numbers, like, oh my gosh, I, oh, I didn't, I didn't eat everything that, or I didn't work out all the days I should have, blah, 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 but I did eat what I could. I'm like, okay, well, you do understand 
two weeks ago, you weren't even working out. You worked out mm -hmm. maybe once each week and you followed a nutrition plan, blah, blah. And then I'll see the numbers and they made progress. I'm like, what? I don't understand what we're complaining about. Right, right, <laughs> what are right, we, what right. are, because it's not perfect. And, and that's why I think I've broken down. I think being around so many corporate people uh, who travel and unpredictable schedules and right. moms who, especially within this last year, um, I can see the breakdown in their face. They're all nervous when their kids are coming in front of the camera and they feel like they're being disrespectful. I'm like, hey, you're you're taking in the time for you the best you can in this. I'm not right. gonna yell at you. Like, this is this is the reality, and it's okay. It's fine. Um, nobody is judging you, <laughs> and we just put so much judgment on ourselves. And so, you know, I think thankfully we just continued open conversations. You know, sometimes when they ask for these talks even though they know the answer, it's kind of like they're asking for permission from you. Mm. And um, and I just want to instill that it's it's not me that gives permission. And that's why I go back to, again, it's the acceptance. So I like to tell my clients and the way that I look at my schedule is, you know, I schedule all my business meetings. You know, I love to work. And then I look at realistically, when can I schedule workouts? where it doesn't feel like I'm pushing myself. Like, um, I want it to be in a time frame that it feels like a good time to work out, you know? And, you know, in all transparency, some days, some weeks, I might only have three times to work out where it feels correct for me. Mm -hmm. um, right. Just because I feel like of what I can mentally take on and physically and the rest and whatnot. And some, some days there are, some weeks there are five. And so I tell my clients to do that. I'm like, figure out what you enjoy and what works. Um, and don't forget where you came from. And I think this is important, whether you're a client or an entrepreneur, or whatever it is, is, you know, a quote I saw is, you know, we work so hard to get where we are at and we're so focused on what's next yeah. that we forget a year ago we were praying to be where we're at right now. Amen. And so I'm like... So think about, and you know, with my clients, you know, in between, and especially like as a trainer, when you're working with your clients, you see them regularly. Um, and it's typically like steady progress along. But when you look at a year later, you know, like one of my clients, he's like, yeah, I'm 10 pounds down and I saw a picture of myself and I'm completely in a different space. So it's not as big as maybe she had wanted off the top, but because she was so consistent, there was still progress that was seen. And sometimes it's important, like they say, just to look back to see how far you've come. Because, you know, the more that you achieve, it's clear that that's going to be more that you want. But mm -hmm. I also like seeing social media to remind you of like your memories of, of yes. where you were at and appreciating that. So that's why the gratitude is so important to appreciate the things that you have. And I look at everything else as the cherry on top is the way mm. that I like to look at it. That's so beautiful. I really appreciate you sharing that. And I couldn't agree more. And, and the way that I do this with my clients is in the form of um, celebrating the wins, counting the mm -hmm. wins. And you know, every time I see a client, we start off every session with like, hey, what were the wins of, of the week? Or what were the wins of the month, depending on I how often that. I see them. Yeah, and, it, and it's worked well for me. And again, like, I'm a product of my product, right? So this is something that 
I get to do for myself as well, because, you know, full transparency, if I'm not careful, I'll, you know, have all of these great accomplishments and I'll do all these things I set out to do. And just like you said, I might be looking ahead to like, all right, what's the next thing? And I've had to really become more present and aware and be like, oh, wait, 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 let's pause and let's actually turn around and see everything that I've accomplished in this time. And because Mm -hmm. of that, it allows me to have such a sense of gratitude and also be grounded in what I'm doing and build up this confidence of like, hey, I see what I've done, right? And I can Mm -hmm. use that as like essentially like motivation and like justification to be like, hey, like, you know what you're doing. You're on the right path. Like keep trusting in yourself, right? Keep keep tapping into your intuition. Keep following your heart. Keep doing what you're doing. And then doing that again for my clients as well and teaching them how to have that level of gratitude, appreciation, awareness, presence uh, for themselves. Because it's so, so, so easy to, you know, pull out uh, the beat up stick and beat ourselves up for what we feel like we're quote unquote not doing or not doing enough. We're in the grand realities of things like we're accomplishing way more than we're not accomplishing, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, so it's powerful, very, very powerful. So what what's next for you? Like what do you have kind of uh, on your docket for the rest of 2021 and and what are you excited about that you're creating in the world seeing where the wind blows me no (laughs) Um, (laughs) i do i do uh have some things in mind right now which i actually want to keep a little quiet because i'm still sorting it because i'm keeping on the low i am yeah but basically i mean what I can say is, you know, one of the goals that I have is to be on a fitness app this year. And I've had some opportunities mm-hmm. pop up that did not pan out. But because mm-hmm. um, I like, you know, whether it's true or not, I like to tell myself, I'm like, I think God's just testing me. He's showing right. me what's possible and that what I've thought of is actually a thing. Um, now he's like seeing his homegirl really going to move and do it. Mm. So I'm in a space of creating something that's unique to me um, that involves fitness because I still very much I want to travel and I'm really leaning into this nomadic light of like this this intuition that we keep speaking about is people keep asking me are you going to stay in Florida are you going to stay in LA and it just doesn't feel right yet and Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that and so it's an exciting time right now I think that's why I'm tired is because I'm like what am I going to do because I'm so excited Mm -hmm. but there's so many little pieces to sort. But as I continue to write out what I'm doing um, and and look at the connections and relationships I've built over the years, I think there's something beautiful that I can make and share. Um, so, you know, workout recordings is something that I'm going to do on my own space. And, you know, when I've been creative and just figured out ways to serve that people enjoy, other things just right. kind of fall into place. So, I'm just going to continue to trust that if I do what feels right for me personally, um, other business opportunities will rise or, you know, the, the best cherry on top would be that someone likes exactly what I'm doing and takes that to a grander scale. So, mm. um, yeah, I can't really say, like I said, cause I'm still figuring it out. Um, right, but right. the vision's becoming more clear, but definitely I see more traveling in my future, um, and personal training online, you know, the, the big goal, eventually I would love to 
do pop-up events, whether it's virtually or also online. Um, Because as much as I'm in my space, I do like to come out of my shell every now and then and really connect with people. And there's just so many beautiful things in this world that I want to see. And I do, I just really want to stay remote. I do like that freedom with that sense. So there's just a lot of, I think, next level growth and taking a moment to pause and see what I've like, you know, what I've done over the past year and seeing what I can do with that in a more strategic way. I've ebbed and flow and now I'm ready for a little bit for a game plan and putting that through. And um, once that game plan is set, of course, then I'll ebb and flow within that. But I'm looking, I go between structure and flow, right? Because you can only plan so much. And then if I need to steer a different direction because it feels right, I will. But yeah. That's that's a I'll, long-winded I'll... answer. I'm still figuring it out. I have a direction <laughs> I want to go, um, but I literally am. It's been a week since this new thing has really excited me, and I've met with some marketing um, people to really put it through. So I'm excited. So uh, once I know, I'll definitely definitely be putting it out on social media. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. We can't wait for it. And you know, I love how you're continuing to ebb and flow, listen to yourself, have structure, go after what you want, take time to pause and consider, and ultimately getting in a space of growing into your dream life and having that happen and having the trust and the faith and the passion to put in the work to make that happen. So that's super inspirational. And there's literally zero doubt in my mind that you're going to have that happen for yourself, however it looks like. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, no, my pleasure. Where can everyone listening uh, find you online? So my name's a nightmare. It's great. Um, so on <laughs> social, I mean, my name on social media is the same, typically across all boards. It's Mary Chris LaPay, M-A-R-I-C-R-I-S-L-A-P-A-I-X. So if you can spell all of that, you can <laughs> typically find me. Um, Instagram's the platform that i'm most on so perfect perfect yeah well well everyone who is listening do yourself a favor and check out mary chris and everything that she is up to her content is amazing she always brings so much energy and light to the social media platforms so if you want to be inspired if you want to have fun with your workouts and with your fitness definitely 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 check her out Merry Chris. (laughs) Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on and blessing us with your experience, your story, your your mindset, your viewpoints, your perspectives on life, fitness and everything in between. I really appreciate you. I'm looking forward to doing this again one day. Yes, of course. I'm happy to have a woo-woo friend in Florida. So <laughs> hey, we out, we out here. I'll, I'll introduce you to all the weirdos. Don't worry. Yes, woo-woo's <laughs> for life. <laughs> Let's get it. I'm throwing up my W right now. Y'all can't see I it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Appreciate you, my friend. You too.